0: Hey, welcome to the Town Hall Academy, episode 119, that goes a long way to share the many tactics to building employee loyalty. Now, because of the tight labor market, this is a must-listen for all automotive service professionals. Hey, here's a taste. You know, it's
1: not like I opened a business one day and said, okay, I'm going to have a simple IRA. I'm going to have complete health care benefits. I'm going to let my employees have a 100% interaction in my business. I mean, this takes time.
0: Welcome, automotive aftermarketers, to a Remarkable Results Radio Town Hall Academy. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Hey, Carm Capriato here. How are you? Hey, we've got a strong episode on building and growing employee loyalty. For my panel, their approach and methods didn't happen overnight. They evolved, and you can start with many of the ideas given here. Now, you know that Jasper Engines and Transmissions has been a great supporter of the Town Hall Academy. Now, in addition to the strict quality remanufacturing steps they take at Jasper, they can actually improve a drivetrain's component's original design so that it runs longer and better than when it was new. Check out their featured engine and transmission pages at jasperengines.com. Now, next time you see a Jasper rep, thank them for providing you the Town Hall Academy. Hey, if you know of a peer in the industry that needs to embark on this journey to improve employee loyalty, please share this episode with them. Now, if you're not subscribed to a free listening app, please do so. You don't want to miss the wisdom that we deliver each and every week. Now, there's an apps page on my website if you need to find one. Fuel your engine today with our discussion on improving employee loyalty with my shop owner panel. That includes Donnie Hudson from Troy Auto Care in Troy, Michigan. Roy Foster from Roy Foster's Automotive in Reno, Nevada. And Steve Finzel from Finzel's Master Tech in Terre Haute, Indiana. These seasoned shop owners brought their A-game as we sat in person at the Napa headquarters in Atlanta. You can find the talking points already written for you at RemarkableResultsRadio.com slash A one nineteen. Now listen to the ways Donnie, Roy, and Steve have built strong cultures in their businesses by putting their people first. They've built a culture of family in their shops, and you can too. You'll hear how they did it and understand why they created the programs that build loyalty and retention from their people. Now I know you've heard this adage before. Take care of your people and they will take care of your customer. This episode will give you a great idea on how to do that. Now prepare for the many strong and inspiring ideas in just a few seconds. Pick a few, start to implement them in your business. The panel admits it didn't happen overnight, but was nurtured for years. So you need to start right now. Keep in mind that it's imperative you seize onto a new idea, own it, implement it, and watch it transform your team's loyalty. Um, You may all see that there's a different looking background here. I'm in a conference room at the Napa headquarters in Atlanta, beautiful Cobb County. Boy, guys, is this a beautiful facility?
1: Sure,
2: unbelievable. Yeah, it and,
0: and talk. About, it's brand new. I think a couple of years. So, what are we? What are we all doing here? You, you've all heard me talk on the show about the Napa 2020 Expo. And part of the National Auto Care Advisory Council is who my guests are here today, and we're going to talk about employee loyalty. And I was so honored to be invited down here to hang with this great group and to uh, make all those great plans. So uh, thank you to NAPA for the hospitality. So uh, employee loyalty, it was so interesting being here for a day and a half and and hanging out with all the great topics that NAPA is going to prepare for Expo 2020. Uh, I couldn't help but hear all about the value of that. So I really want to start with you, Steve. Why is it so important to talk about employee loyalty?
1: I really feel that employee loyalty is about having relationships and creating relationships. Um, how important that is in the shop for shop flow um, and just the want to come to work.
0: The wa- Oh, isn't that cool? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're going to work for eight to nine to ten hours a day, you want to have some fun doing it, right? Exactly. And so how do you develop a want, guys?
2: You create an atmosphere of want. And by creating an atmosphere, is you create a family atmosphere in my shop. And that works, that works very well for me. And, and we include their family, not just the employees, but their employees' family. But you want to create a fun, ever-changing, think-outside-the-box type atmosphere.
0: He just said include the employee's family. How, how do we do that?
1: We kind of touched on it a lot this morning when we were talking about not only creating trying to create the family atmosphere at the shop, including the family that they have, um, and sometimes your your potential employees or your employees are looking for that family atmosphere at work, and that 's the only place they're getting it
3: yeah, definitely. I think another thing is you know we we do events and stuff with our with our employees, we invite their families. It's always great to, you know, outside the workplace, be with the families, um, get to know the spouses, the kids. Uh, it's, a, it's always a great experience. Okay. And, All right, Roy. I want to know what kind of events. So we have a minor league baseball stadium right. in our town. So that's always a great thing during the summer. We go down there and, you know, the shop just pays for everything, pays for the tickets, for the family. Mm-hmm. You know, we buy we buy food and, um, you know, whatever. Just have a great time together, visit. Have fun, laugh.
0: Anybody Just, ever six flags with the, you know, like a company picnic or something? Yeah,
2: actually, we uh, we do that quite a bit. We actually send a lot of our employees and their families to the big water parks um, for a weekend, and uh, we, uh, our, our family events with our employees are usually at, done at the shop, and we we create a barbecue, but we make it a whole fun thing. We bring, bring the kids, we have them do Pit challenges. We haven't changed tires. We, you know, we keep it fun up that we have a puzzle. Uh,
0: oh, like like this is what Dad does at work. Right stuff. It, it, really? Right, exactly. Oh, that's a cool hands on
2: for the kids is and they and they pull the trigger of a electric impact instead of an air impact, and it, it's it just creates a great family fun. And the wife gets to see exactly what goes on at the shop, and and they're part of it because you have to have family buy in. If the family supporting the technician, the technician is, is extremely happy. That's huge.
1: It is huge. We do, uh, you know, the the main family inter- interaction is during the holiday season, and we actually do a mandatory week off between Christmas and New Year's, and sometimes that's painful. Uh, it can go, you know, 10 days wait, out. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. a minute. Mandatory, which means you close the shop?
1: We close the shop between Christmas and New Year's um, because uh, my feeling on that is that's a great time to be around family. Um, a lot of people are traveling. Warehouses are closed for inventory. So it, it's not typically one of my best weeks um, and a week that I think could be. What do the you mean? Oh, oh, a, it's, typically not a,
0: it's not a good business wise week. And, and, and so that, that's a good reason, top of your list as to why you would want to close. Uh, good for the family, good for the employee, not so good for the business because you're going to have a lot of costs. Right. You'll have the same amount of costs open or closed, but there's not that much revenue to cover. So why not invest? When you're
1: closed, it, there's none.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but it, it's kind of like a priceless benefit, right? You, yeah. you you can't recover it. But you know, every time I hear guys talk about you know closing down and going to major training events, I hear that the the guys make it up somehow. Right.
3: Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It may be a short term loss, but that, you know that'd be a big win. You know. What an awesome benefit. Yeah, that's great. Roy, yeah. Roy. I'm sorry, go ahead, Donnie. Uh,
2: I, w- I was just going to let you know, uh, and Carmen, in, in today's, <laughs> communication seems to be extremely important in, in, in our business, and our technicians, and our technicians want to be part, they want to feel involved, and they want to feel that they have a say, and they're part of the, they're part of your team. They're actually part of your team. And when you take time to listen to them and get their feelings and their thoughts out, that drives a whole motivation itself they're motivated to come to work they're motivated to work for you because you're taking time to listen to them and, uh, it, and there's nothing wrong with corrective criticism hey if not, something's not working let's work together and, and find something that's right uh being a firefighter and a captain of the fire farm we we do that all the time change is just inevitable. but you're taking listen taking time and listening to your crew and listening to your employees and and, and adapting and overcoming challenges
3: yeah i totally agree um you know, our meetings are, they're employee meetings, but they're also a council meeting. I want to council together with my employees. I want to have their input. A lot like what we're doing here with NAPA. Yep. You know, it's not the president of NAPA deciding everything. He wants our input because there's a value because we're the boots on the ground. You know, we know what's going on. You know, we have valuable input to their program just as our employees will have valuable input to, to, to ours. Taking a step further, like say creating policies, procedures, things like that, it's great to involve the employees because there's a buy in. You know, it's they've developed it. They're, you know, they're, they're on board.
1: One, one thing I've done, everybody knows the importance of like a business development meeting. We actually host those once a month where you talk about those major things that are going on inside the company and how that affects all the employees. Uh, I took it one step further. It, It was something actually that I picked up. Uh, at Vision, and it was called Mop Bucket. Basically, Friday lunch now, I either make it and bring it in, or it's pizzas or chicken or whatever that we order out. We have lunch. We talk about the kid's baseball game that, that or his daughter's soccer thing or what's going on with that or the bike park in town that we like to go ride at and all that kind of stuff. And then we say, okay, what about the Mop Bucket? And those are... Those times to let that employee, things that bother them that day, uh, whether it be someone misusing the bathroom, somebody not returning a tool when they borrow it, the music being the wrong type or too loud, and it's something that makes them, just kind of gets under their skin, and it makes their day not maybe be the best day it could be. And you're not allowed to say names, you're not allowed to rebut, it's just... A, an awareness that's made and then as you know we work together we have to change our behaviors because we understand you know that doesn't make that guy's best day so, so you're, i think th-
0: you ring it out
1: and like donnie said he said I, you got to listen to him you know these are things that you're not i mean they're individuals They if you don't give them a platform uh that maybe that's the reason they leave because of it's just something i'm not willing to put up with anymore
0: Hey, I'm with Brian Weeks from ATC Auto Center. Brian, why Jasper Engines and Transmissions? So I think Jasper, the reason why we uh, chose to deal primarily with Jasper is uh, the quality of the product and the people. I know that it is a uh, associate-owned company, but it's more about the people. They do what they do uh, in this industry that is tough, and they stay on top of the cutting-edge engineering, changing, and maybe developing ways around uh, known problems and issues So they're adding value, they're making things better Oh absolutely, absolutely Um, They're taking a situation that you may have a common failure with and going in, taking it apart going through the engineering, the R&D department saying okay how can we make this better and then from that standpoint it comes to us that at the end of the day the end user gets much more value for the dollar that they spend Hey Brian, thanks for your time Carm, thank you You know, you guys are on the National Auto Care Advisory Board here at NAPA. And and how well do you know each other? Just from being on the council. And do you you chat? Do you email? Do you text at all amongst each other when you want to share a concept or an idea or have a problem?
2: Not with these guys. We do in our own BDG group. Okay. So you're local
0: groups. Right. But when Mm -hmm. you get together, you bring all that local stuff here. uh, Because I've just observed you guys, you, you know, you just look like great. You have great camaraderie.
1: The thing is, I think we have so much in common. Yes. And that uh, there's no bars hold. So, I mean, when we come here, uh, complete transparency, complete openness with each other of things that work. I mean, last night I shared things with Donnie that, I mean, are my faults, you know, and I've met
0: him. So you said confession.
1: Right. Yes. (laughs) You know, like, like these are my faults. What do you think about this? And he gave me a a very candid, very, you know, straightforward
0: answer. What a great place. So many miles from home, nobody knows you did that. Right. And, yeah. and you benefited. Did you benefit? Absolutely. Yeah, you learned something too. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So we're here to talk about employee loyalty. Exciting. Thanks for being here. Love it. Roy, you had mentioned to me a four-day work week. Do you actually
3: do that? We do. It's amazing. Is it just for specific employees or the whole team? almost everybody okay there, there are a couple guys that kind of opted out they want extra days to work but um for the most part my guys work four days and it's been fantastic you know their productivity's good the morale's good you know they're just they're happy that's time with their families times time to do what they want to do is probably the most important thing to them share with us how you implemented that so it's difficult you know i have to I have some extra employees to for the overlap. One of the great benefits I had is one of my techs retired and decided that retirement wasn't all that great for him. All his friends were at work, nothing to do during the day except for the honey-do list that he got on the fridge every day. So he's like... Yeah, Roy, I really love to come in and you know work a couple of days, so oh. that's worked out. So I've been able to plug this guy in, you know, and so he's your buffer.: Yeah, he's my buffer, and you know he fills in the gaps and, and it's been fantastic. And what's your hours and how many days are you open? Right, so we're open six days, so Monday through Friday, we're open seven to six, so those guys are working you know usually 11 hours, 10, 11, and then uh, Saturday we're up eight to five. Cool. You guys ever think of that?
1: Four days? No, I didn't. That's pretty cool, Roy. That's really cool. That's That's, a great idea. That's the first time I've heard of it. And you know, interesting concept. As we talk about, um, even though that's not about this show, but I mean, how hard it is to find a technician, and you have to have. I I can see how you would have to have that layover guy. There's got to be an extra player. Well, I've
0: done. I've done a show. Uh, a show at Town Hall Academy, I believe. It could have been a year ago. We called it four, five, six days a week, you choose. And we had uh, we had a team on, just like you guys, to talk about it. Um, employee loyalty. Talk to me about benefits, guys. I mean, where do benefits stack up on that?
2: Actually, Carm, for, for me it, and for my team, it's not about the money. It that is not about the money at all. And I've I've done a lot of training classes and I've, been, I've seen an Apex I've done a lot of classes and Disney Speaker's Committee. It's not about the money. And I found that out. I was for sure I was for certain it's all about the money. Oh show me the money. But it is not that. It's it's everything else. It is uh the family atmosphere, it is you know, being valued and being part of it. Of course, you got to offer them a, a, a nice package as as far as, you know, we have tuition reimbursement. We have their good salary. We have health care, dental, uh, 401ks. But above and beyond that, it's the atmosphere that they're in and vacation time to get off and family time, family time, family time, family time. Family time. Uh, you close a Christmas, I have a big Christmas party. We have Santa come in. We have the kids come in and we give them presents and, you know, I, I can't afford to close because my triple a business and so forth like that but you know again family involvement but making them want to come to work and, and my team does i have a great job sometimes you know business owners we're all wearing different hats we all are um sometimes the financer sometimes it's the payer sometimes it's just i need to sit and vent but how you approach an employee how you listen to an employee he's going to go outside that door and says i have a boss that cares he went outside the door, and he listened to my problems that day. Maybe I got in a fight with my wife. Maybe I had a bunch of bills come in, and he wrote me a, a personal loan. But he cares. And if it's important to you, it'll be important to your team. And I'm a true believer
1: of that. I think I think when you get back to it, when we're talking about loyalty in this industry, I don't think it's standard that healthcare, simple IRA, 401K, those type of programs are offered to everybody, which is terrible. But I think that that needs to be part of the core package i mean i i I think that is something that we should all strive for to get there we've got that in place but obviously that's a economic factor that some shops you know need to try to make that hurdle because without that i don't know how you get the loyalty i mean
0: and the retention i mean the loyalty is retention i i believe they go hand hand in hand hand. yeah right right
1: exactly i mean it Right. If you don't have it, you got to keep them there and keep them happy. Which a lot of the things we're talking about with family and making the work environment, the culture uh, positive, is is kind of more retention. You
0: look, know, look at what we heard yesterday about replacing a tech or a service advisor. Mm-hmm. It's a year's salary in cost of you know disruption and you know all the time that it takes the ads to put in and and then sweating out making the right hires. That fits into your culture. It's better to keep them right.
3: Absolutely. Uh, definitely. You know, like Steve said, I don't think it's commonplace, but, um, you know, I think that sets us apart as shop owners and it makes us more attractive to attract new talent. Um, I can't speak for these guys, but, you know, I think my, my newest employee's probably been there five years. I've had guys there since, one guy since 92. So I've had some good success, you know, by treating my employees well.
0: Longevity. I love it. Hey, uh, I want to thank again Roy Foster from Roy Foster's Automotive in Reno, Nevada, Steve Finzel from Finzel's Master Tech in Terre Haute, Indiana, and Donnie Hudson right over here from Troy Auto Care in Troy, Michigan. I I was thinking as you guys were talking about um, benefits is how do you end up really gauging, uh, putting that thermometer, that probe into an employee? And I don't mean to, you know, how do you get the temperature of loyalty from your people?
3: A lot of it is just based on you know their their attitude they 're happy to be at work they 're happy to be you know working for for you and, and they're you know they're they 're getting along and they 're helping each other you know you just you see it come through in a lot of ways
2: roy 's exactly right, and how you monitor that and stay on top of that is weekly meetings you have to communicate with your team you have to bring them in you have to have buy-in from them and having weekly meetings is important. Communication is important. A lot of time, the left hand needs to know what the right hand is doing all the time. And when it's not, then you're creating a, a very not great work atmosphere.
3: Absolutely. Big believer in the weekly meetings, you know, since we've been doing that in our business that, you know, definitely a lot more cohesiveness, um, more productivity. We talk about, talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about safety. We talk about training, We talk about our KPIs, you know, we'll be focused on one or two of those each week. And, you know, that translates to more dollars in their wallet, you know, as they as they get buy in. And and, um, we're all on um, on the same page with the same focus.
1: Uh, We not only do we have our monthly meeting to talk about the big picture, but obviously we talked about those lunch meetings weekly uh, to let people know what's going on. And and to be honest, being part of a program, you know, it's not like I opened a business one day and said, okay, I'm going to have a simple IRA. I'm going to have complete health benefits. I'm going to let my employees have a 100% interaction in my business. I mean, this takes time. This takes growth. Luckily, I'm in the same position as Roy, that I've had guys stick with me as I learn. Um, and then obviously we get programs through being part of our Banner program with NAPA that we are being able to provide benefits. And then we can bring them back and inject them into our businesses to help with the retention and loyalty yeah. that we keep
0: Ab- above and beyond what you could do on yourself by your by yourself in right. the your community. Have an, yeah. have
1: a Napa have a,
2: all the tools in the toolbox to help you run your business successfully and you know by offering health care and, and bringing things in there it makes makes again another tool in our toolbox to keep our employees. Right. One of the things that we have Carmen on Fridays called Fact Finding Fridays. And basically we uh, you know we talk about the week, we we set goals, we talk about what went good, what went bad, just a great time. And sometimes it's just nothing. We just have lunch together and we talk and
0: and, it, and things are great. Okay, here's my challenge to you guys. What about one-on-ones? Can you get the best gauge of loyalty when you're talking to your people one-on-ones? And if it's true, how often?
1: One-on-one employee development meeting um, is once a month, right? But that once a month means like once a quarter because we all know how the busy days go.
0: Okay, well you're an honest man. A oh, lot of, okay.
1: And a lot of times though, those guys... Obviously, the the weekly platform gives them a chance to speak to the the mass. Uh, But sometimes you have to give them uh, a moment to speak to you one-on-one. And if we can't get a monthly uh, meeting, and it ends up being once a quarter to kind of review where you're at personally and all that, um, even just a handshake, a hello, a goodbye, walking in the guy's bay, uh, asking something personal, and then say, is everything going good? You know, how you doing? You know, you can kind of tell when people are stressed out. You can tell when they're fired up. Um, I think that's part of the relationship and creating that, hey, I care about you individually.
2: Are
0: you getting your best employee loyalty index from the one-on-ones? I think so. Okay. How about one-on-ones? You guys doing yep,
2: we do. Yeah, we do them once a month. Well, actually, we do them. Whenever we, I mean, employees always have, I have an open-door policy at work, so they can come into my office anytime they want, and and we sit on top. How often does that happen, Donnie? Three, four times a week. Um, That's great. Uh, again, it's a communication barrier. There, there's two things that I wanted to share with uh, with Roy and Steve. Something that we did, uh, and, I, and I just thought about this, because we do a lot of fundraisers in our community, which I'm sure you guys do as well. You know, Being involved in the community doing business is important. Yeah. Well, I took that one step further. So I challenged my NAPA team in Detroit, and I said, when we do fundraisers, if I tie my employees to that, will you guys help us? Because when we do big fundraisers at BDG, NAPA, we're totally on board. Wherever you match, we'll, we'll match. Well, they did. They took that one step further. So I have employees that say, well, I'll give you paid time off to do a charity of your, uh, whatever you want to do as far as charity, but you have to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got somebody that, that, that uh, wants to do something for the Kidney Foundation or whatever, whatever charity you want, and they'll do that. And they come back after they're d- off a day or two doing that event, and NAPA sponsors what we match, and we match, and they come back with a totally different app. They feel good because they just did something for charity, and it shows, and then it radiance around the whole team. It's incredible. That's
1: yeah. a that's a that's a great idea because when, when we do community charity work and I want my people to be involved, uh, it's it's like I give them another assignment and it's not their
3: choice. That's awesome. Yeah, we've done uh, we've done some service work in the community. Our BDG does a lot, but um, myself and our, our employees and um, family members have gone to our local local homeless shelter. And prepared and cooked and served food. It's awesome. It's been an awesome experience as they have that opportunity to give back in the community. And they're doing it side by side with their peers. And they
1: feel good about
3: doing
2: that. They feel they do. great. Yeah, right. it
3: was, it, it's been an amazing experience.
1: Well, it, what, what better way to solidify the relationship that you're saying, it, this isn't about me, this is about you. That's and right. I'm going to support you. And I don't even, I'm not judging what it is. Do it. Uh, that's, you know, that's, that's a big trust builder.
0: So much, like you said, Steve, um, this didn't happen overnight. I mean, so much of what we do on the podcast is to show... Our industry, at whatever level that they're at, that there are really cool things that you can do in in this certain evolution of your business. And I, and I know you guys are mature; you've, you've been around a long time, and that's why we talk to the you know real well established uh, shop owners so that they can share. I mean, God, we should do a show on all my missteps, right? And you know, we'd be on for three hours yeah. talking yeah. about those. It, it, I appreciate the I appreciate the humor here, but part of that because it, it was always it was always. Ugly on the way up, but you never really knew how successful you really were until you stopped every once in a while and look back, right?
1: Right.
0: And so what I keep hearing from you as we're talking about employee loyalty is, it, is culture. I mean, you've you've developed a culture where your people walk forward and say, hey, let's do a fundraiser. Uh, love to come to work. Want to be at those meetings. I want to share. I don't want to miss a mop bucket thing because I got something to say because you've encouraged them to stay.
3: It's to say it, and all of that builds loyalty. Definitely. Yeah, so culture it's basically cultivating right so we're cultivating this environment that we want to have with our employees and Mm -hmm. like cultivating a crop we're nurturing it we're tending to it and you know same thing with our employees and and our our businesses you know they need that constant nurturing that constant attention and uh you know we just we need to have that focus and i i really like what uh donnie said about the open door policy not to go backwards but um you know, that's part of the culture, too, having having that. You know, my employees, same thing. Same thing. They, they come into my office regularly. You know, they'll talk about things. And the other thing I think, it's important that we, you know, pat them on the back. We go out and say, Absolutely. man, great job. You know, thanks for doing that training. Your work's great. You know, thanks for being so careful and not having comebacks. You know, we need to... Acknowledge the good things that they're doing as
2: praise in public, criticize behind closed doors. Are are we
0: doing enough of that as an industry internally? I, 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 if we were, I think we we would have a better image, wouldn't we? I mean, as far as what the consumer thinks of what what we do, I would think so. I'm kind of
1: stuck that I was like when they're talking about the open door policy, you know, I that kind of goes without saying is what I was thinking. You know, I'm thinking how many times guys just walk in like that, But maybe some of the listeners out there today don't realize that their employees feel shut off from them. And I would, I guess that's part of the culture that's been built that now we just take for granted that if they need to say something or you're available 24 seven, really.
0: That's why you're here. You're paying your, your concepts, your ideas forward insights, best practices. I mean, that's what we do on the show. And, and, and and we always, you know, we, we, we put the mics down, we're all over with and We say is a collective effort. And all the podcast alumni, I hope I help someone move one step better.
1: Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. Or realize that maybe my door's shut. Let's oh, open yeah. it. Yeah, or, or realize <laughs>
0: right. that I've closed myself off from my team. Right. And it, it's one of the worst things to do. And, you know, it, it, they always say that people leave, quit people, they don't quit companies.
1: Right. And, right. and
0: so you have to always, when you lose somebody, you have to always take that very close introspective look in the mirror and say, was it me? It was, exactly. You know, I know. Yep. And, and that's a humbling moment. It's a humbling moment for, yeah. for people to realize that even though that even though that person who left may not tell you the straight up if you sit down with them, I mean I've been there, yeah. and right. as much as they've told me, no Carm, it wasn't you, I could probably go back and not spin myself into a deep dark hole, you know, but say yeah okay uh, I heard him but. Well, I'll take 50% in the truth and realize I may have done something misstep somewhere yeah. along the line.
1: There's always two sides of the story, There, right? there,
0: there always right. is. Hey, employee loyalty, guys, paid training, I mean, is that a huge factor in, in loyalty? Absolutely. Actually,
2: there's, there's two, two things I want to talk to you about. is um, paid training. I, I absolutely believe in that. If, you want, if you're expecting your employees to go, you absolutely should make sure they're compensated and paid. You know, one of the things I do for all my techs is uh, we shut down. Uh, we run a skeleton crew during Apex, and I bring them all out to Apex and their families, and I give them money to have a good time with and as long as they're attending
0: classes. Um, one more time, you take the families to Apex. Correct.
3: You're, you're setting the bar pretty high, Donnie.
1: Well, I don't know. I'm not,
2: I don't have the no four-day weeks. <laughs> well, like, we need we we just just to bleep that.
1: We just uh, did for vision. We were uh, left a skeleton crew at work Friday Shut down that Saturday, and I had all ten people at Vision Saturday and Sunday, all in class, all doing different things, all doing it together, and again Thanks. another opportunity to be a team. So when we come back from Apex and SEMA, so the guys that, that that ran the Skeletor crew, the very first thing is how do I get to go to SEMA next year?
2: How okay. do I get to go? All right, well, that? cool.
0: So, Are right? you going to do that for Expo twenty twenty?
1: I am. Ta- I actually bought three packages, so. I am taking right. a service rider and a technician, a, and there's a spiff program or uh, incentive deal involved in that great. to decide who really should go in their eyes. I kind of am looking at it like who needs to go.
0: Oh, very smart. Who
1: needs to, you know.
3: Pay, pay training, are you guys all doing that?
1: Absolutely, yep. definitely.
3: Yeah. Okay. And, and and how does it work? ASC certifications, yeah. pay for all that, uh, mission licenses, You know, pay them just to go get all that stuff done, keep their credentials up.
1: As a matter of fact, we were talking about training in uh, May's big meeting is that we have four mandatory training that we want to through NAP Auto Tech that comes through the local community college. And there's some other shops in my BDG group and in the area that – are just not taking advantage of this. And I asked my guys, I'm like, hey, what would it be? Can we do the training during the day? Are we good with the training at night? Do we need time off? to? Se-? I mean, it's so important that it would be worth it to let them leave for the day. A lot of shops are not close to being there. Yep. But if you're going to ask them to do that at 6 to 10 o'clock at night, it has to be paid. Absolutely. Or it has to be, okay, guys, if you'll go that night, is, you know, can we trade that for, can you come in at 10 tomorrow? You know, something like that.
3: Yeah, we started uh, closing early for our auto tech training. So we closed a couple hours early. So know, they're not idea, there huh? so late. You plan it, on it. That's right. I mean, right. that's the, yep. se-
0: the secret here, guys. It's and not hard to do. You just
3: plan, plan on it. it. Yep. And we market it too. So that's part of our, so we do some radio stuff. So we talk about it on the radio. Hey, we're going to be closed. Our technicians are doing training, and it's just regularly coming wow. up when yeah. we're doing it, and we're putting it on Facebook so people know. We're you know we're well, just pushing great. it out that's to all great. the you know all the media that we can. So not only is it letting people know, hey, we won't be there, but also that hey, you know, we're invested in our employees and we're doing training, and you know they're they're competent to work on your car. So guys, let me ask you all the same
0: question, and I'm um, I, I, I my daughter's going to have a recital right after school at three thirty. And I told you a couple of weeks earlier. Are you going to find the time to let me go? Yeah, you got to be there.
1: You got to be at the recital. I think is what Family he's saying. First. Yeah. You, I know. You I, be I, there I for know your exactly.
0: Daughter. I felt warm inside when he said yeah. that. You yeah. got to go. You got to have the dog. Family yeah. first, always. And, and you, and that's that's the the rule, never the exception inside of your companies, mm-hmm. which is why you can say that you've got the most loyal. Employees because you've worked at was it always like that, or did one day you say, Listen, we've got to turn the tide and, and do this for our people? It was a lot of soul searching. We had to turn
1: the tide. Okay. And I'm that, glad we did. We had two two examples of that in the last couple of weeks. One of the technicians' wives has some medical stuff going on. Um she's scared. He's like, I'd like to go with her. Oh, perfect. He's got it and you know, he scheduled it in the morning, he says, I'll get here as soon as I can. I'm like, if, if she's scared, you need to be there with her. Another one was literally one of my uh, general service technicians and his girlfriend, there was a terrible car accident and somebody she worked with closely for years was involved and uh, passed away. Mm-hmm. And he said, again, I know it's not my deal, but I want to be there for, her. I'll get out of there quick and I'll get back as quick as I can. I think those are the opportunities that even though it's not, Optimal. I mean, that kind of comes up on you real quick. But
0: I it think is it's optimal,
1: it. Steve. What you just did, what you just did for your employees, that just shows you what kind of person you are. and app. Ampl- I want to come work for you.
2: I want to come yeah, work there for was, you there, first. There was no hesitation. <laughs> like he there he was just, no
0: hesitation. Yeah. it's Just, just like to-
1: we're working out, and there's you know, I know I got appointments scheduled all afternoon. We'll shift them around. But if you don't think about the repercussions of that,
3: right? So we talk about employee loyalty, right? Are we? Able- Loyal to our employees, like Steve. You know, it's got to go both ways. Sure. When, you know, when they need us to step up, you know, we got to do it. And, and, and family yeah. first, like you said, it's it's a no-brainer. And you think about how think your about
2: employees about step up for you. So a lot of times, hey, can you stay a little extra? Can you stay after I finish his job? This person's mm-hmm. leaving for out of town. Absolutely. I never have any. No problem. We'll
3: take care of it, boss. We'll- the state-of-the-art equipment, important for Very. for loyalty. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. They have to have the right tool for the job absolutely they you know they have to you know it makes their life easier it it makes you know make sure the job is um able to be done right it it also shows them that we're invested in them that you know we're we're not cheap when it comes to them being able to do their job
1: and i i don't I don't know that that's the norm. My latest hire came on at the beginning of the year actually expanded to another full mainline technician because of it. That question, if a if a master tech walked in your door today, would you hire him? Everybody would raise their hand. Well, this happened. And um, we talked to the team about how do we onboard another guy? What does that look like? But he came in from the dealership world, and he was amazed. He had no idea that in the aftermarket that there were shops that had that kind of equipment that he could actually not only do his job, but he could advance. He could use... Like, sounds crazy to me, but dealerships that don't have pressure transducers and they're diagnosing cars, and he's like, "I've always seen that. I've always wanted to use it. I've never had the opportunity." And you're thinking, "I did it, so we could diagnose cars. We have to have the equipment to fix the car." A nice thing about getting
2: somebody from the dealership, Steve, is is now he's he's not just flavored on Chevys or Ford, He's flavored on everything because right. you got a vast vast majority of different cars coming in.
3: Yeah,
0: you guys have knocked this out of the park. I do have a summary comment, and I do want to go around the room and get your final thoughts because we have to go in for more meetings. Isn't it amazing? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You guys are being paid pretty big bucks to be here, so we got to deliver on the goods. Here's my takeaway. You gave get, you get, you us some great tactics regarding employee loyalty, but it, uh, there's no doubt the umbrella over it is that you guys have fabulous cultures in your business. That really uh, is the anchor, if you will. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Great to have met you guys and, and hung out with you for a, you know, a couple of days. Yeah, uh, let's you. go around the room. Uh, Roy, I'll give you the last word here. Your last word.
3: It's good to reflect upon these things and see, you know, kind of how I'm doing. And, um, you know, some some people think of employees as a liability when really they're our biggest asset and we need to treat them as such. And, you know, family first, be there for them and do all we can do to uh know that that we appreciate them thank you so much steve your last words
1: i i do encourage everybody out there if you're on and you were interested by our topic today um you know it your employees are the foundation of your business um and you are their leader their mentor their director so i mean this is your job title and this is something that's in your pocket donnie it's been an honor to sit with you,
2: Carm and Steve and Roy has been the best of the best. Take care of your team, and your team will always take care of you, and put family first.
0: Well, well, that's that's the summary. That's the title line of the episode, right there. Donnie Hudson, Troy Auto Care, Roy Foster from Roy Foster's Automotive, and Steve Finzel from Finzel's Master Tech. Guys, thanks so much. Thank thanks, you, sure. thank you. thanks, guys.